Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. think you and your Hall of Fame quarterback buddy like football? Well, John Gruden and Brett Favre don't just like football. They love it. Watch this throw. Rolling to my left. Backing up. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And, and and I make another throw the next time. It's like it a, came right out of heaven. I mean, it had, to, I, I, it had like to drop in like a butterfly with now. sore feet. It had to drop in like that. Like a what? Welcome into Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing. And it's another four-question Friday. Why not five? I don't know, because we don't want to run out of questions by the time the year ends. And we wanted to keep the alliteration. So that's how we landed on four-question Friday here, boys. Four football questions. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Shoot. The first one actually comes, and by the way, uh, just to get the, uh, the pleasantries out of the way, Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to either this YouTube channel, Purple Daily. Uh, thanks to the people who have subscribed to our other YouTube channel, where a lot of other Mackie and Judd-related content, including discussions about the Wild, Twins, Timberwolves, and other nonsensical things, that YouTube channel is ScoreNorthMN, youtube.com slash ScoreNorthMN. So if you could subscribe to our YouTube channels, you'd be helping the show. If you listen in just audio form, Apple, Spotify, ScoreNorth.com, that helps us as well. We also have an app. With all of our Score North content, it is free to download. It's just the Score North app. All right, now let's get to four question Friday. Let's do it. This one comes from a loyal listener of the show here. This is Drew on Twitter. And he said, I had an idea for a, a Purple Daily discussion I thought I would share if you guys are interested. I am with you guys that Kirk isn't necessarily the long-term answer. And, uh, and he says, I can't stand the Kirk apologist. So if you want to fight, it's Drew on Twitter if you want to yeah. search him, if you we want to fight this. him. Yep. He said, my question is, what would each playoff team look like with Kirk Cousins as their starting quarterback? Would that team be better or worse? Would that team be a legit Super Bowl contender or no? My thought is he makes 75% of the teams worse, and those that he makes better would still not be Super Bowl contenders. This is my response to Kirk apologists saying we need to build up the team around him. So let's go through. Let's do an exercise here. Let's just go through quickly the eight teams 
that are left in the playoffs. And the two questions are, would they be better or worse? And would they either still be or could they be a Super Bowl contender? They like, might not be playing now. <laughs> well, let's just assume that they're that they're they've gotten to this point. Right. All right. Okay. All right. And I don't know. Maybe he intends for it to be like more of a full season discussion. You can interpret it however you want. The Kansas City Chiefs, if you replace Pat Mahomes with Kirk Cousins, would they be better or worse? And would they be a legit Super Bowl contender? They would be they would be best case, uh, the Chiefs with Alex Smith at quarterback. Yeah. So they would not be a Super Bowl contender. They yeah. would be good. They would not be great. No is the answer. No. Just a hard no. They would not be the same. Well, they'd be worse for sure. I actually think they would be better. Than, I think I think Kirk Cousins is better than Alex Smith. I agree. But Alex Smith, I mean, you can probably count on one hand how many like bad game altering decisions he's made in his career. He just doesn't take risks. He just like he he never throws for thirty touchdowns in a season, right? Like he never throws for forty seven hundred yards. He's just not that guy. He's very conservative. So I think Kirk at his best is going to be better than the Alex Smith Chiefs. I don't think that team is a Super Bowl contender though. I think it's close because that Chiefs team is loaded, but it's so predicated on Pat Mahomes. What about the Packers? If you swapped out Rodgers for Cousins, they'd be home right now. Yeah, that, no, no, no way. They they would not be. I, I can tell you definitively, the Green Bay Packers would not be playing on Sunday, ha- having been the one team in their conference to get a bye with Cousins at QB. Doesn't mean he's bad, but Rodgers is going to be, I think, the MVP of this league. So the answer to that one for me is for sure is a no. Yeah, it's a hard no. And also, I wouldn't be a Green Bay Packer fan right now either, like I am right now in 2020. <laughs> so I would not be rooting for the Packers. Yes. You so traitor. Th- th- that's a hard no. Yeah, Rodgers is oh, the MVP. Oh, Come on. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, actually, some of some of the things that people ding him for, which is also like lack of fourth quarter comebacks and things, but you get way more upside with Aaron Rodgers because he's just ridiculous. So they'd be worse. What about the... What about the Ravens? If you replaced Lamar Jackson with Kirk Cousins, I I will say no because um, so, so if you replaced Lamar Jackson with Kirk Cousins, you'd sort of be going back to the Joe Flacco mm-hmm. time. And Joe Flacco during the Super Bowl run that the Ravens had uh, had got incredibly hot. I don't know if Kirk Cousins is capable of being that hot in the playoffs. I think he's very capable of being that hot for like three or four games in the regular season. Uh, but again. That offense has been so morphed and now predicated around what Lamar can do, good or bad at times, that I am going to say they are for sure not a Super Bowl contender if you go back to a Flacco-type QB, which is what Kirk, Kirk is more or less. Yeah, I, I feel like Baltimore would be at to change up their entire philosophy. Like they, they, they bank on Lamar Jackson literally being the athletic quarterback that he is to carry them. Um, so it would be a completely different Ravens team. To Judd's point, it would probably look a lot like the Joe Flacco years. Yeah. And, you know, right now I like the Ravens, but if you replaced Kirk and, and they were in this situation right now with Kirk Cousins and they had the same record that they do right now, I probably had them, though, on the same trajectory to win the Super Bowl. Like, it's they're not the favorite in the AFC. They're in the middle of the pack. Yeah, I think so. This is this is one of the more interesting ones and in that that entire team and system is built around Lamar Jackson. They don't have the weapons in the passing game. That the Vikings have Mar- Marquise Brown is their best wide receiver. He got 58 passes for 769 yardage. Uh, Mark Andrews is a decent pass catching tight end. Willie Sneed is their second leading wide receiver with 33 catches. So if you if you plug Kirk in with really, I'm not gonna say no offensive weapons, but with like worse offensive weapons, they don't have. J.K. Dobbins is fine. He ain't Dalvin Cook, right? Like they just know the weapons. Now Kirk would I think you you take that defense. 
if you're if you're Kirk Cousins. And it would be nice to not have to score 30 points every game, but that team would be very pedestrian. What about – all right, I'm going to throw these other ones out here. Uh, among these, Bills, Rams, Bucks, Saints, and Browns, do any of those scream, yes, they would be better and they would be Super Bowl contenders? I've got one that I think is – so I, I think that there's two potential of the list of eight teams left alive – in the playoffs, I think there's two potential yeses. Uh, I think the Rams, if you reunite Cousins with McVay, because uh, McVay's a pretty good offensive mind, but here's the one that intrigues me the most and I think might be a yes. How about this one, boys? Stefanski and Cousins in Cleveland. Because be I'm not a Baker guy. I'm not a Baker guy. He's very um, insulated, yeah. Exactly right. Cle- Cleveland is building something that's pretty damn well-structured and and at least offensively resembles what Stefanski was doing from a play-calling standpoint here. Uh, so the two that I could probably have the discussion that we are having and, and not laugh at myself completely would be the Rams, and I think especially Cleveland. I actually I, – the Rams for sure. Jared Goff's the worst quarterback remaining in the playoff field, and I know I think we're doing a quarterback ranking. We'll get into that, but – I actually think if you swapped Kirk Cousins on the New Orleans Saints right now, I think the Saints are better. Drew Brees, in my opinion, looks cooked right now. I mean, he can't throw the football anymore. If if you gave Sean Payton Kirk Cousins, wow, I really think the Saints have a legitimate shot to beat. They would have a legitimate shot to beat the Packers and, and get to the Super Bowl. So, the, uh, all right, let's start with the Browns here. Baker is a little more mobile. He's. I don't think Baker's as mobile as people think, but Baker's a little bit more mobile. Kirk is more just accurate and just a more professional passer. So do those things kind of wash out? I think the Browns are a little bit better with Kirk, but I also think the Browns are so loaded with weapons and their offensive line is amazing. And uh, Miles Garrett, I don't know that, that there's a huge difference there. I I think the Rams are definitely better with Kirk Cousins. And I think the Rams beat the Packers. Like, I think the Packers, if, if the Rams had a Kirk Cousins, I think they beat the Packers this weekend. Because you could just rely on that passing game and those weapons. The same thing's interesting. Breeze is 42 and he looks 42. And it's a lot of dink and dunk, like yards after the catch stuff. But Breeze also has this sort of Drew Breeze-ness to him in clutch moments that Kirk sure. doesn't have. I also don't think I don't think that Peyton and C- Cousins w- would be a great potential uh, coach QB marriage. Because I think that Peyton would get frustrated quickly i think the mcveigh cousins marriage would be really intriguing and i think it might work all right i think mcveigh's more patient and i think that i mean peyton is an offensive savant and genius but that goes back years and years and years i think mcveigh is the up-to-date sort of as close as you can get to a pj fleconian (laughs) um personality type of guy i think the cousins McVeigh thing might work. Yeah. All right. Question number two for you guys here. Four question Friday. Rank the eight remaining starting quarterbacks in order for just this playoff stretch. So who would you want for just this playoff stretch in order one through eight? Top to bottom or bottom to top? Which one do you? Up to you. you, I'm not not going there. Depends on what you want to do. I'm out. Mike's in trouble. Last time he went there. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Just like a gentleman, right? What was your line? It was a gentleman, oh. yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, he did. He said it. Gentlemen start at the where? All right. Judd, what's your ranking? I'm out. You need to grow up, Declan Goff. Okay, I'm going to get eight to one. So I will start at my bo- at the bottom and work my way up. Uh, Jared Goff is eight. I agree with Declan. I think Jared Goff is easily the worst QB left yeah. in, in the playoffs. I think the reality is if some guy that I had barely heard of until the Seahawks playoff game didn't suffer a concussion, He'd be starting. What? What was his name? 
Hollinger, is that correct? Wooden? Uh, wooden? I, what was his What's name? That? I thought it was Wooden. It's not Wooden. It wasn't Wooden? Hold on a second. Rams QB hey. Hospital. Let's Google him. Uh, Wood, it's, a, uh, Walford. 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 John Walford. Walford. Yeah. Hollinger. I don't care what his name is. He'd be starting. John Jared Hollinger. Is- Rams QB. Jared so we, we, you had a John Wooden and we had a John Hollinger over here? Yeah. Just, uh, just, all right. Hey, I'm sports fan. I'm getting old. Don't pick on me. Uh, number seven, Baker. Number six, Breeze. Number five, Brady. Number four, oh, Lamar. What? Three, wow. Josh Allen. Two, Aaron Rodgers. Wow, and dude. one, Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Those are, that's who I want in order to try and win a Super Bowl. Explain right your Brady take there. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've I, 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 I don't know. You can't because you know it's I ridiculous. Have, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have seen him play enough in 2020 into 21 now where his age has caught up to him at times. He's looked good at times, but he has also looked old. If I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, Lamar, Allen, Rodgers, and Mahomes are all ahead. All right. Now, if you, now, if you ask me this question five years ago, TB12 is number one. But you're asking me for this playoff right now mm. with how offenses work. And look, Declan's take on Brady was not entirely wrong. There have been times he's looked good, and, and Dex has been completely wrong about that. But there have been games where he has looked old and awful, and, and the offense has been out of sync. So I am putting Brady at five. And I'm pretty confident. Would you put this your money where? Not take me long. Would you put your money where your where your take is? And if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, would you agree to do 30 days on the TB12 method? So, like, you have to eat kale for every meal. We asking Judd or me? Yeah, we ask. We'll find you a hyperbaric chamber. I was gonna say, if you guys could find me a hyperbaric chamber, I would be happy to do it. <laughs> yeah, can I you just rent, yeah, can he, you rent a hyperbaric will, chamber? He is. He will not win the the. Super Bowl. I would take that bet. He ain't winning. The I do love kale. I could actually do the kale part. That'd be no problem. Uh, kale needs to be needs to be well prepped. That, that's well true. Prepped. Though. You, you can't like just kale, like, eat. I like kale if it's prepped. Like, Brussels sprouts and kale. I enjoy if they are prepared properly. Okay. I'm not just I gonna know. like take some kale off the shelf and you know. Tom Brady will not have the Lombardi Trophy in his possession after the Super Bowl. Write okay. that down. Write that down. Yeah. Okay, Dex. All right, my list. It's almost the, it's pretty same to Judd's uh, without the Brady slander. Uh, Jared Goff number eight, Baker Mayfield number seven, Drew Brees six. I then go Lamar Jackson five, okay. Josh Allen four, Tom Brady three, Aaron Rodgers two, Pat Mahomes one. Okay. Um, I I think Jackson has every right to rise up to this, but he finally broke his playoff bugaboo last week. Uh, Josh Allen, who looked awful in that Texans playoff game a year ago, this time. He's now balling out with Stefan Diggs, so I do trust him. Uh, but Breeze has fallen off the earth. I, I I think he's absolutely cooked, and I just can't pass up. I mean, Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, like I would be – I don't know how you would not have any, those guys in your top three. So those are, those are mine. You and I are kind of similar here. I'll, I'll, I'll go from eight to one as well. Goff, just – I mean, it probably would have been Baker like six weeks ago, but Goff, they didn't even want to start him. They literally made him a healthy backup last week. So. Yeah. Goff is eight, Baker seven. I got Breeze six, Lamar five, Josh Allen four, Aaron Rodgers three, Tom Brady two, and Pat Mahomes number one. I, th- I here's my take on Brady, and I could be proven. Judd might be right, and that listen that that carriage is going to turn into a pumpkin. Over the last month, he has looked exactly like the Tom Brady of old. 
starting with the Vikings game. And and now the first half of the Vikings game, uh, he tried to throw like three interceptions, but he's only thrown one interception in his last five games. He's consistently at like 70% completions, 300 yards in his last four games, almost 400 in two of them. And it just kind of feels like he's back to being the December and January Tom Brady that we have grown to see. So, and Pat Mahomes, obviously, number one. Okay, third question for you guys. Judd Zolgad sent this to us via email here. If the only way to retain Daniil Hunter was to sign him to a new deal and go with a league average or so you'd have to sign him to a bigger contract. Yes. And go with a league average or below guard to replace Dozier and you don't get to add a corner. So you can either you can either basically let Daniil Hunter I don't know hold out or trade him and then use the you know the remaining money to fix these other spots. Or would you just cave into Neil Hunter at the expense of these other needs, Judd? All right, I threw threw this out because I think that we need to look at this through the lens of the parameters of what's probably going to take place here. Like it's very easy to say, sign Hunter, bring him back, give him an extension. He's great because he's a great player. Um, but when you start to look at it through the lens of, and especially this left guard, absolutely was atrocious, and you're not improving it. So I am saying. That, that there's a chance that you try to replace Dakota Dozier with Dakota Dozier. That's a problem. <laughs> um, I think you have to look long and hard if you if you want to assure the health of this team, especially long term. I think you have to look long and hard at trading Hunter. I really do. Uh, because if I can't so so if Mike Hughes continues to have neck problems, and and so I've got Gladney at corner and Dantzler, right? But if I bring Hunter back and give him a rich extension, I'm basically now bringing Chris Jones back, Chris Boyd. That scares me. The guard <laughs> scares me a lot. So my answer is this is this is the realistic look at the picture as far as how I am concerned it might play out here. Yeah. Uh, and and if the only answer is Daniil gets incredibly rich and I have to then, then again skim off of places that I saw the results when I skimmed off of them previously, I look – and I probably make a trade, which I think could be a lucrative trade for the Vikings. Yeah. What about you, Dex? I think I can do that. I think I can extend him and find a league average guard. And I'm okay with accepting that league average guard because Dakota Dozier was the worst guard. So just by theory there, if you replace him with league average, that's already an improvement. I still keep Daniil Hunter. I make him happy. I can get down with that. Man. Um, so... I probably paid Daniel Hunter, and I hate. I don't like the idea of just drastically overpaying non quarterbacks. But I also think if you're, what's the next level of premium position? To me, it's guys who can get after the opposing team's quarterback. Is like, I, like Aaron Donald. I'm, I am looking at those guys as disruptors of their quarterback, and I will pay for that. And then I think you'd probably have to use. Then I, I think you just have to roll with Adenabo as, as the other defensive end and kind of cross your fingers and hope, and then you use your first round pick on an offensive guard, because because now you're talking about resources. You don't you don't really have much in free agency spending if you give ten million more dollars a year to Daniel Hunter. So I would probably just swallow hard and pay Daniel Hunter. But th- this is going to be a discussion. Like this is this isn't it's just he's not just going to show up. I don't think he's just going to show up as like the the what, 14th highest paid defensive end or something. 18th. 
18th. It's incredible. An 18th highest paid yeah. pass rush end, and he is for sure top five. Yep. When healthy. All right, boys. Question number four on this four question Friday. If you could only watch one week of football per year, so look at the whole football calendar, and I'm talking NFL here, the NFL calendar. Which week would it be? Would it? And I'll just give you a few options to spark thoughts here. Would it be Super Bowl week? Would it be a Vikings Packers week? Would it be? Would it be the Super Wild Card weekend we saw last week? Draft week, free agency frenzy, bonanza week. If you could only engage in one week of the football calendar every year, what's your favorite week? Free agency is fantastic. I absolutely love it. That's really enticing. That's really intriguing. But then you don't um, get to watch any games. That's right. the. It's got to be. Okay, and so I am going to go. I am actually going to go with um, now. So for a long time, my answer to this question was conference championship Sunday because those two games were great. Super Bowl, when I was growing up, was often a blowout and it stunk. And I would never go with one game. Like, I would never go with, I want to watch the Super Bowl. Uh, I am actually going to go with what we saw, despite the fact that there were some not great teams involved. Now, my new updated response last weekend three games on saturday three games yeah, on sunday super fun. playoff games wall-to-wall football you don't have to move off your couch except to get a sandwich football. or go to the bathroom or get a beer um look I, i'm not a huge fan of there being an extra seed but i love how it plays off with base you know three games per, per day i'm going to update my new answer now is what the league has come up with for wild card weekend, which is just wall to wall bonanza fun. Yeah. What about you, Dex? For me, it's this weekend. Divisional round is always my favorite weekend. It's it's the top four teams in each conference. Um, you get two games in each. You get still a full dose of football, just like you would on wild card weekend. I love this. I love this weekend. It's my favorite weekend for football. So I'd say the divisional round. Yeah, I, 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 we're going to have three different answers here. I, I love last week and this week. I still love the classic championship Sunday. I love the lead up. I love the anticipation. I love the fact that you almost always get, you know, at least two or three borderline or surefire Hall of Fame quarterbacks. The Brady Manning era, right? And now, now we, there's a chance we might get like, think about the combinations. We might get like a Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes. We might get like a Brady, Aaron Rodgers conference final we you might get a, Mah- a Mahomes Brady Super Bowl like all the different possibilities you can't go wrong yeah a lot of a lot of good football here in December football I will say this the first week and, and especially that first few hours of the free agent period as far as non-football games football stuff goes I love it yeah, yeah. like the dra- like the draft to me gets boring uh, but I love, I love big names jumping. I think that's so much fun. Come on! Football! Hey, can I hit that quarterback in the face? I want to do it! Yeah. All right, boys. Four question Friday. That's a wrap. We'll come up with four more for next Friday. Alliteration Central here on Purple might, Daily. There might be three. Who knows? <laughs> we'll, we'll decrease them. Hey, it's one question Friday. <laughs> one, one question Wednesday. Hey, everybody. It's two question Tuesday. Purple Daily. All right. Uh, Thank you for hanging out with us. For Dex, for Judd, I'm Phil, and we will see you guys next time here on Purple Daily. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.